It's AJ and Ryan on the A&R Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the A&R Podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Ryan. Did you look at me because my clap made no noise? Because she went... <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, so I was like, did it sink? Yeah. Because okay. I just think the sound of your clap to me going... Okay. Very slowly. Um, so... I have something to talk about, um, but I mean, I'm gonna ask you, how are you first? Are you okay? Yeah, man. You how? Well? Uh, are are you, we, are yeah, you, we have. No matter. Are you, are you well? I, I am well. No, you're a person, not a well. <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna say? Have we what? We have to say we have asked talks about your holiday and that kind of thing, haven't we? Or have we not? Yeah, we've got yeah. I had my gripes with playing with the people like, oh, in the back of the seat. Shit, yeah, yeah. You yeah, just forget yeah. about that because we didn't do it in person. Well, yeah, it seemed like it never happened. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> um, anyway, so the first thing I wanted to talk about is. How are you? Are you, are you, are you okay? Yeah, you, oh, is this like a check in? Yeah, just a check in. Yeah, man, I'm all good. Yeah. Are uh, you good? Have you been having dreams? No, not recently. How's the family doing? Are they, uh, no, what is going on? You're not my therapist. Are they well? What are you going on? What's going on? No, tell me about how I want to look at you. I want to look at what you're reading. Tell, tell me how. how are you know? trying to? Is this a quiz? No. <laughs> the first thing I want to talk about. It's actually quite a serious issue. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen the breaking news story in sports today. In general, about Lewis Hamilton. Something about a racial slur. Wow. Yeah. But that I didn't. I have no idea what was said, so, who said it, and what it's about. Nelson Piquet. Who's that? Uh, manager of a, a Brazilian manager of a football team. No, no of uh, he's F- a Formula former former Formula One driver. So that's hard to say. Okay. Former Formula One driver and former former Formula One world champion. Okay. Um, he in a Brazilian interview uh, yeah. was talking about the Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton twenty twenty. Oh. That the Silverstone crash. When did that happen? Last year at Silverstone. Okay. Uh, Lewis pushed him off the track. Still, still mad about that, Lewis. I'll forgive you. You've had a day. Pushed or whatever it was, or nudged or gently Lu- persuaded g- him off the track. G- gently tapped him, and then his car went 190 miles out into a tire barricade. But we don't talk about it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Ben Lewis had a day. I'll forgive him. I won't forgive him, but you know, um, he on a Brazilian. Uh, in an interview, like like on, referred life. to him as the N word. Really? In Brazilian. In Brazilian, like what? I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. Obviously. But like Brazilian as in, version it, of the N-word. was this like radio live TV? Live video, so TV. Yeah. So, uh, so, so the clip is everywhere, so you can go watch it if you really want to. So and this is on Brazilian TV. Brazilian TV. Yeah. Okay. And then obviously people saw this. Yeah. Lewis wasn't very happy. Obviously. Yeah. You, as you wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, the interesting part about the story is that Lewis Hamilton yeah. got insulted by Max Verstappen's future father-in-law. So, Ma- so what? Nelson Piquet's daughter Kelly Piquet going... is going out with Max Verstappen. Oh wow! Yeah. So I'm just very interested to see how Max deals Handles with this it. situation because obviously um, for these guys, Silverstone would have happened, but it's Silverstone this weekend in yeah. England. So obviously he'll ask a million questions at Lewis's home Grand Prix about that whole situation. And obviously F1 have released a statement. I'll, I'll actually read the statement. Uh, so F1 have basically said, and rightly so, uh, discriminatory or racist language is unacceptable in any form and has no part in society. Lewis is an incredible ambassador for our sport and deserves respect. His tireless efforts to increase diversity and inclusion are a lesson to many 
uh, and something we are committed to F1 and I completely wholeheartedly agree yeah. because so have, are they like kind of like dropping not obviously well he's like I, as, yeah he is for me but like are they kind of like stripping him of his medals or anything? Uh, not medals but you know what, what trophies or whatever um, I don't really think I don't think that's like a thing in F1 like, uh, okay. because it's not like he's still playing yeah it's like playing driving driving yeah, you know what I mean <laughs> Where in like in like something you could be stripped to your yeah. practice, you're stripped to your place, but because he's like in the past, but you can't in, really change that. No. Like, are they gonna? They can't wipe him from the history. Uh, again, for us, this has been a fresh thing. Like this happened today, so we don't know exactly what further F one's gonna do. Mm-hmm. I believe there's talk of banning him from like going to the paddock and being associated with any race or doing any interviews for British Formula One mm-hmm. TV. So yeah, I think that's that. That was the main thing. But obviously, I'm very interested. To see, first of all, how his daughter Kelly responds to this. Obviously, is Kelly? Obviously, okay. he's Brazilian, but Kelly's quite an English name. Kelly, like a, a Western uh, uh, she, name. She's like part Brazilian. Oh, so she's all around the world. And I'm very interested how Max has happened. Handles it. Yeah. Because obviously, you can't judge him for his father in law. Well, I think he's got nothing to do with his actions or his words. And like, what's he going to say? Yeah, I don't agree with it. That's it. That's all he can say. What's he, else? he ain't going to really like. Go at his father in law. Or, you know, well. Well, I, yeah, I, I can't. I don't know if he has a lot to do with him anyway. I, I don't know that. That's what I mean. Exactly. Obviously, so you don't know like, how things work behind the scenes. Might just be like, uh, yeah, I completely disagree with what he said. Uh, I don't really have much contact with him and that kind of thing. Uh, Lewis Hamilton also obviously responded to these comments yeah. and said, "It's more the language. These archaic mindsets need to change and have no place in our sport. I've been surrounded by these attitudes and targeting my whole life. There have been plenty. Sorry, there has been plenty of time to learn." And time has come for action. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Because I believe he's been the target sport, like the target of a predominantly white sport for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Due to his race. Mm-hmm. And in some countries, it, it's all about that, like, oh, he's not a white driver, who cares? But and I think that's why people think, oh, he's always crying, oh, it's because I'm black. But it is because he's black that he's being targeted. Yeah, well, you don't really see him. It's not really as. Obviously, it's a lot more diverse than it, than it used to be, but. Even now, in, it's not... It's... In sport or in F1? F1. In F1... Is it predominantly white still? Um, racking my brain, I think the only non-predominantly white is what driver is Lewis. Mm. I'm just going to... There's obviously a few Hispanic, um, yeah. like science, bearers. I'm just going to quickly but, go through the grid yeah. just to make sure that there isn't. Um, Sonoda's East Asian... Um, uh, Yu, he's East Asian as well but yeah I, I think other than um, those three it's they're oh, predominantly okay. white so three out of twenty that's We'd, not extremely diverse no but obviously I, that's such a hard one because is it not diverse because it's not diverse and you can't or like or is it is it just like oh you know, only white people are allowed to drive. So I don't know. I think it's got more to do with the classism behind the sport. So if you are not rich, it is extremely hard to get into Formula One because you have to invest thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds, dollars, whatever currency they use to make your child an F1 driver or go into Because you have to do karting from when you're really young, get your own go-kart, maintain that. Get trying to get sponsorships and it's all that. And it's like F two, F three, F two, F one kind of thing. Yeah. So like the 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 demographic class of people of color is obviously going to be worse because of the positions of the rest of the world. Uh, So it's harder to get working class people 
heightened highlight. And that is genuinely just because of white privilege that that is the thing. But obviously, the sport is diversifying a little bit, which is good, which is great. And it's hopefully... So it's basically like a, a pay to pay to enter. Pay to, pay to enter, yeah. Um, and just one last comment from George Russell, who's his teammate, yeah. Brit as well. Uh, huge respect to LH, Lewis Hamilton. Um, he has done more for the sport than any other driver in history, not just off, not just on the track, but off it. The fact that he and so many others are still having to deal with his behaviour is unacceptable. We need to stand together against discrimination of any kind. And again, 100% wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah, but yeah that, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. Just um, the little thing. Maybe the, the story will develop further and I, we can yeah. talk more about it. I mean, I have no, no clue about F1, so it's not... Obviously, it's not really about F one. Yeah, it's yeah. just about a. Yeah. But like in terms of what they can do and I, kind of thing. I also just think a lot of this will be, uh, will somehow be spun by the media to be negative press on Max. Because obviously the interview was about the Silverstone crash. He is Max's future father-in-law if they get married, and I feel like a lot of it will be like, oh yeah, well, Max arrest, and I feel like a lot of people will just say that. We obviously well, that isn't well, true, or it doesn't appear to be true. We don't know him behind the scenes. No, but I mean, I. I it's not. It's just. It's shit when you're associated with someone who's done something bad. You're not. Exactly. Might not necessarily be. But it doesn't have to mean you're bad yourself. It just means that someone else that you know, unfortunately, made made a a, a huge mistake. Yeah. Or not just say just is a racist. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was all I wanted to say about that. Um. Bang. Oh, already. Already. Yes. Okay. I'm going to hand you over to Ryan for our fairly newly introduced segment. Bang, you're a bastard. So, Ryan, who is your bastard this week? Um, Paul Pot. Paul Potts, the guy who won Britain's Got Talent, the opera singer. Yeah, him. He's Paul a big bastard. <laughs> he's a menace. Mate, get him off the streets. Paul Pot. Um, Paul Pot is who was a political leader, well, a communist, uh, formed the party called. I'm going to butcher this. Kerma Rogue Urug, don't know. Um, yeah, and it was a government led in Cambodia from 1975 to 1979. Uh, during that time, Pol Pot obviously was a political leader. Um, an estimated 1.5 to 2 million Cambodians died of starvation, ex- execution, disease, or being overworked. Yeah, uh, the former. The former head of a prison run by Pol Pot's uh, government party has confessed to one of the darkest crimes committed during the regime's brutal rule was smashing the skulls of babies and children against the trunks of trees. So they bashed their head until they to death. Uh, at least 10,000 children. I'm just going to reset the camera while yeah. I'm scarred. Keep reading. Yeah. Uh... So during their kind of reign, uh, unworthy new people were targeted. Um, so any member of the defeated Cambodian army, doctors, teachers, religious figures, journalists, lawyers and government workers were treated with the highest suspicion and frequently targeted for immediate liquidation. Uh, many such professionals were murdered along with their entire extended families. Um, as the regime's stranglehold on so- on society tightened, radios and music were banned, and any social unit of more than three people and those suspected of hoarding food or valuables. 
Jesus Christ, I just realised how depressing this segment is. Yep. It's me just staring at you while you say... Why I read off my phone. Millions. Yeah, they've all got... Yeah. <laughs> uh, those, those who weren't co- killed by his government party were for, forced to work endless hours at no wage and were f- uh, afforded meagre rations, were liable to be arrested and executed. Any citizen denounced by another citizen or member of the government under the slightest pretext could be designated for arrest and detention which basically means you could tell on someone you didn't like to get that person yeah and uh that means they would get their so his or her entire family tortured and executed what what years was he active between uh not i think right i said here 1975 to 1979 jesus that's that's not like outside no. too far of where we are in terms mm. of time I would have thought you would say yeah. like way earlier. Uh, the most notorious uh, karma punishment and interrogation facility was a former high school on the edge of Phnom Penh. Uh, the, re- the regime had a mania for obtaining detailed written confessions from all its vi- victims. Once an individual was transported to the prison, which was called S21, he or she was essentially doomed. At least 13,000 and maybe as many 30,000 individuals passed through the doors of the prison. Only seven are believed to have survived. Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, most Westerners successfully fled Cambodia in the days, in the days before the uh, regime took power. Fortunately, a small number of Westerners were captured by the government most because they were unwittingly sailed into Cambodia in controlled waters. Several involved in smuggling disappeared without loved ones even knowing where they were in Southeast Asia. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. So his government party weren't 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 the best. Yeah. But the yeah. children. Yeah. Um. Do you know what? I'm going to make a controversial opinion about him. He's not very nice. No, okay. How dare you? <laughs> Get out. Visible. <gasps> uh, no, I think he's a bigger bastard than Genghis Khan. And do you want me to tell you why? Really? Do you want me to tell you why? Why? Because Genghis Khan did it in a time where there was no policing, there was no laws. It was, it was basically like the wild, wild west across the world. Like, it was... Not that it is like okay, game, like Game of Thrones kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a complete shit like show. yeah, well like Whereas battles this was in a regulate. Not maybe I'm not the best government in the regulations then, but it was in a government led uh, like regulation regulation filled yeah. world, and he did that. So I'm gonna give him our first ten. 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 I'm giving him yeah. a ten, ten. Bashing the heads in of kids and ch- babies, not cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I think it's pretty. I don't know. I was kind of thinking someone's gonna be. Hard to top Genghis Khan, but I mean, I I think he's worse because Genghis because of Khan, the time, yeah, because of the time he did it. Like but, what, Genghis... but what about what have we done, Hitler? Or was that too obvious? I don't know if we've done it. We haven't. But yeah, I suppose it's like I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he's a big he's a big bastard, isn't he? He's a very big bastard. So yeah, I hope you're rotting in hell somewhere. If he's he's not still alive, is he? Uh, pretty sure it's not. No. Okay. Well, I hope you're rotting yeah. in hell somewhere, getting spit roasted mm. by Satan and hell. Yeah. One thing is isn't a well, is a bit of a weird move, but I think from what I remember, I've everyone used to drive 
this could be the opposite around, but every, in Cambodia, everyone used to drive on the left. And because his, he thought his country was going, politically going too far left, he, made, he thought the correct way to fix it was make everyone drive on the right. I bet the car accidents were so, slow. <laughs> yeah, so everyone started driving on the right, so they've got buses that... Left-hand drive on the right. Yeah, but when the doors open... They open into the middle of the road because they've just they haven't been changed. They've just been swapped <laughs> over. Okay. See what I mean? That's okay. You know what? Of all the things he's done, I think that one might yeah. be the worst. <laughs> so like the passengers walk like oh that's funny. Well not funny, but like it's just stupid. Stupidly yeah. funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that has been bang. You're a bastard. Brought to you by Red Bull. Max Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <laughs> um, okay. So. The next thing I want to talk about was another bastard, but he's a fictional bastard. And, John Snow. Um, no. Okay. Um, Darth Vader and the Obi. Well, was that his impression? No, that was actually just me gasping. <laughs> it sounded very accurate. I was like, "That's pretty good." No, that was actually me just gasping. <laughs> yeah. <Actually, yeah. sighs> that's not bad. If you get the breathe in right, I reckon I have you got to it. Do the, uh... No, that's terrible. I never do it again. <laughs> Sounds like I fucking need uh, some lemsy. It's tough, baby. Sorry. <laughs> 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 He's got something stuck in his throat yeah. this time. <laughs> so, Obi Wan. <sighs> Mate. Can throw me. Can throw me. Yeah, I like it. Everyone can throw me. So, what did you what did you think? We we I think watched all episodes. It just made sense. It just made sense. Like, it was hard for it not to make sense because they had the start written for them. They had the end written yeah, for them. They, just, they just needed the middle. Fill in the gaps. I know, but I think they could have done a bit more with it. But yeah, they could have butchered it, but I don't I think they got it perfect. I don't think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. Oh, okay. Not I mean, the not in the series, I, I, I meant that ep- last episode. Oh the last episode, hundred yeah. percent. That that should have just been not, a movie. Not the uh Like the layer I, shit was kind of boring. Oh yeah. Um, like, and she was fucking basically jogging and no one could keep up with her yeah like the layer shit was yeah. a bit dumb but, but the last episode made that's what I meant that was perfect okay so I think in terms of Star Wars shows I'm not going to talk about movies the shows Mandalorian obviously clear Mandalorian Clone Wars this I yeah I've watched I watched a bit of Clone Wars yeah. then I would say oh, I'd agree with that to be fair because I think Clone Wars is more uh like, because it's got more series, it's got a couple of series. It's Seven. more, yeah, Seven. well, exactly, you're more emotionally invested. I love the Clone Wars. So. I like Star Wars. In Clone Wars, do you see him turn into Vader? Or is that. No, that's, it's like all the stuff in between two and three. It's so good. But. It foreshadows the turn a bit more. Yeah. And it kind of makes Anakin what's, and Obi-Wan What's the one where it is? Is that Rebels where it's, you see, Vader? Where he's, where he's the Vader? Yeah. Yeah, he is Vader. But three, the film, Renders, if that's where he turns into Well, yeah, yeah. You turned her against me. Did that yourself? My <laughs> 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 poor priest. Priest? Peace. Was it freedom to my new empire? Your new empire? <laughs> <laughs> my allegiance is to the Republic. <laughs> to democracy. <laughs> I'm so sad. Chancellor Palpatine is evil. My opinion, the Jedi are real. <laughs> well, you are lost. 
Well, you are lost. <laughs> oh, mate. The thing is, with the music, actually, it sounds the, better. The, the light sound effect like, is hard. The dialogue the is so whack. Cool. It's mate. so bad. Anyway. It's probably one of the worst things I've ever heard. You turned her against me. Oh. Just sounds like a moody teenager. Yeah. Anyway, but that last episode, I think, mate, I was like semi. The was, fight between. Oh, semi tearful. Obi Wan. No, when, like, obviously, spoilers, don't care. Chops half his mask off. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like he's talking to him so there's this thing that's like in Rebels Ahsoka left and right Ashoka and then, yeah. Ashoka Ahsoka whichever you pronounce it left everyone did right, right. and Luke took off the whole thing yeah which is fair enough doesn't really mean yeah. shit does it <laughs> but you can see the uh, the conflict inside of him yeah well because it's basically like they were just saying you didn't make me I made me well, yeah. and it's like I think that got rid of Obi-Wan's guilt and he was like okay maybe you just can evil yeah maybe you just did it on yourself I mean can we say Darth Vader's probably the best movie villain in any yeah this this so, cements it now mate it's so powerful though he, he's he's been in cinema I this is gonna sound like a mad number but it's actually true he's been in cinema for 44 years the first time Darth Vader was on screen 44 years ago yeah and, uh, and he's still going now. yeah he's so still going he's probably the longest running movie villain oh maybe the Joker mm, the Joker was about for a while the Joker not the original the original that was me but up there, Joker, uh, Darth Vader. Maybe we should do once we run out of like bastards. We're probably not, not going to run out of bastards. But if we do, fictional, we do fictional bastards. <laughs> That'd be more fun. Probably Thanos as a ten. Uh, Wiped I mean, out the entire population of. No, but I don't think that's a bastard. I don't think that's what defines a bastard. I think a bastard is how evil you are. Like you know, Bellatrix was strange from Harry Potter. I think she's more yeah. of a bastard than Thanos. Because because if you think about it, it's the means. So if Thanos had the Infinity Gauntlet. He just snapped all of life. He wasn't discriminatory. He wasn't. Fair. He just had a goal and he wanted to achieve it. Fair enough. Yeah. Exactly. Jack, if if she got the Infinity Gauntlet, she would have infinite power for herself. Yeah. And same with the Emperor. Darth Vader. I wouldn't actually say the biggest bastard, but you know, we'll, we want to work. Yeah. We want. Okay. So obviously, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christian reprising their roles. Yeah. And back the guy who played Bail Organa. Oh yeah, yeah, he three. was. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. I think generally, uh, obviously. Hayden Christensen, Ewan McGregor, amazing. Obviously, Hayden Christensen, you only really see him when one in the and the uh, obviously the last. Oh no, he's he's in the Vader suit. Yeah, but like you only see him. His voice is James Earl Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's not even his voice. Obviously, the actions are cool. Voice of Mufasa. But I just love seeing. Oh, like next, I want a series about Vader. Oh, that would. I I just want. This is what I want more than anything in the world. No Inquisitors. No stormtroopers, no apprentice, no no apprentice. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I said like Mr. Burns. No, 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 Jedi. I don't want Obi Wan. I don't want Yoda. I don't want anything connecting it to the main Star Wars universe other than Vader. I want yeah. Vader in his starfighter to just go on a Jedi killing mission, and yeah. I want it to be an R-rated show where he's fucking up some fools. Yeah, I want that, but also I want a bit of like his backstory about how obviously he's, he's Vader. We got his backstory. We got his origin. We got his we after. Got his, we got his death. We haven't we really got care. his backstory of the. We haven't got what he does in between. Yeah, that's what I want. The dungeon uh, in between him just going on a Jedi killing yeah. spree. No stormtrooper. Uh, there kind of has to be stormtroopers, doesn't there? Basically, what he does does before New Hope, and after Obi Wan. No, I want to get what he does in between Revenge of the Sith and Obi Wan. I want him at his absolute strongest. Yeah, because that's not that's not there's his a, ten, there's a ten year guy. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that's his. I'd say he's stronger after the Obi Wan because he's got another no, twenty before? years. Is it before? I'd say he's stronger before. 
Before Obi-Wan. Yeah. So the first 10 years of Vader. Yeah, I'd say 10 Not... years. Because that's prime Vader before he gets smacked down by Obi-Wan. Yeah. Vader kind of... Like, I want but Savage. I, I don't, I want, I don't Vader, want Strong Vader. I want I Savage Vader. Vader becomes stronger after that fight. Because that's... Well, because be, I think he's like 30 in that film. When they're filming that, that last episode. Yeah. That's Vader. So he's got another... 10 years after or whatever age he is when A New Hope kicks off do you want to know what I think uh, it's whatever the writers decide when he's stronger yeah, so we, we have no but mate him. the way he pulled down that ship oh, yeah he got pulling off with that hand mate pulling off that strong what, what, what fight scene was better obviously okay actually that's a stupid question you're going to ask which fight scene was better him versus everyone or him versus the Inquisitor yeah Obviously, but the Inquisitor was so sick. No, no, no. He didn't have uh, a, a you know, say I that. actually think you know the first fight scene happened over where he just fucked it like oh, episode two or three, where he is just he's fucking that shit up. Honestly, Darth Vader. I am what you made me. I, I, I he's like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when I saw Vader was everyone because obviously there's that line in New Hope where he's like the last time we fought you defeated me. Obviously, everyone oh, thought that meant Mustafar, yeah, yeah, but obviously that means yeah, this. It's the uh, so good. So good at the fight. I was the apprenticed. 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 Look, now I am the master. Cool. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Inject it. So yeah. Um, cold. I, I, <laughs> cold. So I don't have much more to talk about. You got anything? Uh, only thing is, have you seen the Tommy Fury thing? It can't, he can't get into the US? Yeah, that's the only thing. I but I don't know if that's him being Tommy Well, Fury. I don't know. If, I think we need that to develop. Because we, I don't actually know yeah, too much exactly. about that. That all I know is that he, can't he, put, he put Instagram story say he went to the airport and they pulled him aside and said he can't go in because either his visa or whatever. But I don't know if that's been him being Tommy. I reckon that's fake. Fake news. I reckon he's going to fight Jake. I, I'm going to call it. He probably sounds like an idiot. But I mean, Tyson Fury put a million on it. A million. On Fury to win? Yeah. Tyson Fury on Tommy Fury to win? A million. Yeah, Tyson Fury on Tommy Fury to win. Yeah, a million. A against million. Jake Paul. So he'll win a million back from Jake Paul. A million. But I feel like if you put that on a bet shop a million, you'd probably get more. Put that on a what? Put that on like a betting thing. Like if you bet for Tommy Fury. Like the, the odds can't be two what's to he, one. What's he put on there? No, what what is he? He's bet with Jake Paul, so if he loses, Jake Paul gives him a million. Tyson Fury. Oh, he's not oh, not as in Bridley betting company. No. Just walks into Ladbrokes with a million <laughs> in his... A million on Tommy. The Gypsy King has returned! <laughs> you bunch of dusters. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you do the outro oh, for Headline of the Week. I haven't done it for um, three weeks. Feels like a good place to end off the episode. But before we do this, we come to our... No. Feels like a good place to end off the episode. But before we do, we have our weekly segment, Headline of the Week. If you guys know what Headline of the Week is, it's a weekly segment. Well, I find a headline old and new. And me and Ryan... Have a little talk about so it. So in this week's Headline of the Week, Mum fumes as another mum invites herself and her kid to... Her daughter's birthday party. I must be left fuming after another parent invited herself and her kid to her daughter's birthday, even though the two children have never played together. Planning a ch- child's birthday party can be a nightmare, especially if your kid is a social butterfly and wants to invite their entire class, which can quickly get expensive. But one mum on Mumsnet, never heard of the website, sure, has found herself in a tricky situation after planning a fairly pricey event for her daughter's upcoming eighth birthday, with only five of her classmates invited, as she accidentally spit, uh, spilt the beans to another mum whose child isn't on the guest list 
and indeed of leaving the conversation alone, the other mom took it up upon herself to say that her daughter would be attending the party anyway, even though the two girls have literally never played together. The mom explained the conversation started when the other parent asked if her daughter was attending a different event that coincided with the party. When she found out what was happening, she said her own daughter would much rather go to the party than the other event. In her post, she wrote, my daughter is starting eight in August. We've originally had a small party for her, telling her she can have six guests from school. It's an activity, so fairly pricey per child, hence the numbers. One school mum uh, asked me if my daughter was attending an event that coincided with the day of the party. I always said no because her birthday she's having a party. The mum says, oh, okay, I'll say no to the other event as her daughter would much rather go to your party. The kids have literally never played together. How did, wait, how did she ask? So... But how did let, she let, ask? Let's say there's like a let's say one of our friends is having a party. Yeah. And you say, Are you going to that party? And I say, No, 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 it's my birthday, so I'm having my own party with these other people. Yeah. And then I'm just going You're going, oh, I'm, well, I'm coming to your party, not yeah. my party. So yeah, that's what happened. What's sad about that? But she just <laughs> much decorum than like, reversing. <laughs> dump truck. Dump. Um I think that's a bit sad. I think it's a bit sad. I think our daughter's not very really I think friends. if you just kind of like, if you just, thing is, if you're not invited, why would you go knowing that you're not invited? Being unwelcome to party is probably the worst thing to ever be. Yeah. I I would rather be invited than turn yeah. up uninvited. I'd rather invite to a shit party than be uninvited yeah. to a good one to turn up anyway. Yeah. I feel there's not much more to say than that. Yeah. So, you got any closing words for our audience? Uh... You don't know one word. You can choose one word in the whole English language to say to already people, really. Um, what was it? Oh, um, so I want to thank you guys at home for listening. I have been your beautiful, amazing, wonderful host, AJ. And I've been Ryan. He's just as amazing on an equal level scale. I can see. Can see. I can see.